Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, Brian. <laughs> Thanks. Happy Halloween, guys. <laughs> Second of all, um, do you guys know why you always see ghouls and demons hanging out on Halloween night? No, I don't know why I always hmm. see that. <laughs> you know how we always see that, right? Yeah. Because demons are a ghoul's best friend. Hey, <laughs> welcome, boys and ghouls, to a motherfucking spooky bonus episode of Halloween is Forever. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm Steve. Hey, we're here. You didn't expect this. We try a little bonus episode for you. Um, for those of you who are regular listeners to the podcast, thank you. And for those of you who are not, fuck you. Mm. Um, but no, we um, we were supposed to do a live show this weekend, Halloween weekend. And unfortunately, some things came up and uh, and, and we weren't able to do that. We're going to postpone it. And we're actually talking about doing like some sort of like ho- other holiday type of thing, which should be super fun. Um, but as a consolation, because I know we did get reached... Uh, out to from some of our uh, lovely friends on the social medias and listeners and said, Hey, that's a bummer. I really wanted to come to the live show in Pittsburgh. Um, so we are bummed as well. Uh, but like I said, we're going to make it up to you because we only reschedule that some bitch. But in the meantime, we decided to take kind of one of the things we were planning on doing during that live show and uh, and do it for a little Halloween weekend spooky ooky bonus episode here, which is we wanted to talk about some of our favorite Halloween commercials, um, vintage commercials, contemporary commercials. But listen, I'm a sucker for some advertising. I mean, I'm seriously sitting here looking at a whole windowsill full of fucking McDonald's and Burger King toys. <laughs> um, I'm a sucker for some advertising. I got my McBoo pails. Um, and, uh, and you know, I think we all kind of share a little bit of that affinity. So we're going to talk about some of our favorite ones specific to the spooky season. Um, before we do that, guys, uh, if you're new to the show, I know we get a lot of new listeners here on these, on these big uh, holiday weeks. Check us out on the social medias, you know, at Halloween is forever on the Twitters and the Instagrams and just, uh, and the Tiki Talkies and the Facebooks and all that sort of thing. Uh, and, you know, like and subscribe. If you feel so inclined, write us one of them little old comments and give us a five star review. We'll send you some fucking stickers in the mail if you DM us. So um, we very much appreciate you checking out the show here and hope you're having a lovely Halloween weekend here. So certainly not a, a normal format here for us. Uh, we're going to jump in and, and start talking about some of our favorite Halloween commercials. Um, we don't know what each other's are. Um, so this will be kind of a surprise for everyone. Uh, but we each pick three and we're going to watch them together and we're going to talk about why they're cool and why they suck. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you already mentioned it, Brian. It's like we all, I think, our generation is afflicted from uh, the the Saturday morning cartoon serial mm-hmm. generation of like yeah. having all our toys and everything advertised at us. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. I, I, that maybe something like the the younger generations actually aren't going to have because everything is streaming. No, my yeah. kids don't. It's right? funny they're they're just as susceptible, but they're not exposed to it as mm-hmm. much. So, like, I'll give you an example. Today, my kids are watching uh, a show that they usually watch on a streaming service, I think on Netflix, and it just it's a Nickelodeon show. Mm-hmm. And just so happens my wife had put on like YouTube TV, so they're watching Nickelodeon live and they're watching the show they normally watch streaming. And every single commercial on Nickelodeon, obviously, especially this time of year, is just toy commercials. Yeah. And mm-hmm. every single one, they're like, I want that. I want yeah. that. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys are just, they're even more susceptible because they're so rarely exposed to to yeah. commercials, to, to kid-focused commercials. So yeah. um, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah. They're already starting their Christmas list right now. Oh, yeah. That, well, that's what I keep saying. They're like, I want that. I want that. And I'm like, that's cool. Christmas Great. list, guys. <laughs> Dope. Glad you want yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> glad you want that. That's what I want got it. as a. That's what I got as a kid. I'm glad you want that. <laughs> yeah, that was my. I still was like, cool. Uh, yeah, ask awesome. Santa. He's probably not going to bring it. But yeah. fuck you. Um, 
Yeah, on top of all the advertising we got, we got seasonal advertising. So I just wanted to start with one that absolutely just got in my brain mm-hmm. and probably hasn't left me and is, you know, just stuck with me and I'm brand loyal to this company and it's Pizza Hut. I love Pizza Hut. <laughs> I love Pizza Pizza Hut too. <laughs> now it's time for the Pizza Head Show. Hey everybody, I'm done trick-or-treating and now I'm going to go for a stuffed crust pizza Pizza Hut. Yay! Not yet, Pizza Head. There's one more place to go. Uh, I don't think anyone's home. Sure there is. Oh, trick-or-treat. Ah! Quick, Pizza Head, let's go upstairs. Hey, hey, who lives here anyway? It's your host, Count Steve. Oh, nice place. You gotta go. Ah! I want to go to Pizza Hut now. Count will be happy to give you a lift. Hey, put me down. See you next time. The uh, the Pizza Hut, Pizza Head, Steve, Pizza Head, and Steve. (laughs) I mean, obviously that affected me because it spoke directly to me because there was a character named Steve. Yeah. Did you ever dress up as Pizza Steve? I did. Well, he's actually so yeah. Pizza or Steve is the pizza cutter. Yeah. Oh. And pizza did pizza you, head did is. Did you dress the, up as the cutter? I did not <laughs> ever dress up as a pizza cutter. I'm sorry. No. This <laughs> one was, opportunity. I almost picked the Goosebumps one uh, of uh, of Pizza Head, the Pizza Head show. Um, where they gave away like some sort of free goosebumps goodie at Pizza Hut, you know, when you bought a personal pan, what the fuck ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this was like there was this weird. Th- this was probably this has got to be from the mid nineties, right? Oh, and absolutely, it, yeah. This yeah, is early nineties. Like, yeah, um, and it was uh, it was weird because it was a basically a ripoff of Mr. Bill, right? From the seventies, right? Um, which was like this, you know, uh, and. And it was weird because they had a bunch of, like, this was a thing you saw all the time between Pizza Head and Stick Stickly on, on Nickelodeon too. Like everyone kind of did these like weird Mr. Bill ripoffs, um, in the mid nineties. Yeah. Although to be fair, like, even though this is a complete ripoff of Mr. Bill, mm-hmm. it's from the same writer. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. Know that. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's, it, you can go on the Wikipedia page and yeah. it's, uh, but it's from the Walter Williams he, okay. he worked with an advertising agency to create this this whole Pizza Hut campaign. I love the thing I love about these ones is all the like the little models and stuff in mm-hmm. the background. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. just am a sucker for like toy trains and my, listen, I have a fucking Halloween village, guys. Um, <laughs> so I'm obviously a sucker for this. Like I just want to shrink down and live in this weird little town where there's just a Pizza Hut. Right. Where there's a tiny pizza hut that gets crushed by a pumpkin. And I live there and I just drink everything out of those red cups. And yeah. Well, I just love the idea that you live, you and you may in the future live in a building that used to be a pizza hut. Oh my because God. All I would those give buildings anything. still look like a pizza hut. It would be a fucking dream come true. If I could <laughs> live in a, an abandoned pizza hut, like just on a dirty piss soaked mattress on the floor, that would be my dream come true. Just eating petrified crusts and fighting rats for like little bits of Parmesan cheese. Uh, that's my dream. I, the, I, I love the thing. And it was also in the Mr. Bill show, but mm-hmm. like the thing about this is they don't try to, uh, get around anything with the animation they just have a mm-hmm. hand yeah it's clear. <laughs> you can very clearly see the hand yeah it's just yeah. a hand and then like in this one the hand's wearing a skeleton costume because <laughs> it's you know for the season <laughs> yeah it's like it's on it's the uninvited of pizza commercials yeah <laughs> but yeah there's there, there's no it's a no conceit or anything it's just like yeah it's a pizza that's guided by a hand and he's also the narrator and the friend and he puts him in the danger with the pizza cutter <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah he, and and with mr bill it was i forget who the who the like um the bad guy and mr bill was um i forget what his name was, was sluggo wasn't it yeah something like that but he was just always like doing horrible things to mr bill and of course in this instance it's uh it's a pizza cutter as as you might imagine but in this instance dressed up like a sarc uh, dressed up like a dracula but i i, I do like the uh the um Oh, it's pretty interesting. Something on the surface. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's talking about like the, in- the interesting inscription on the sarcophagus yeah. or something, and then and then it's the damn mummy pizza cutter. It's damn mummy Steve coming out. Yeah, hell yeah. 
All right, let's jump in this next one. Yeah, so the first one I chose, I um, I didn't know totally where to start. I think like my mind went blank until I started diving into things. And uh, once I started seeing these one nine hundred, I mean, this was in an era when you know we were having what is it like the Miss Cleo phone like hotline thing where you were charged <laughs> like five hundred dollars a phone call, yeah, and then you like pissed off your parents and you'd be you're like, oh, I want to talk to Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Or whoever, and like doing a little background, this that there was like a Chucky one. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and even seeing like the advertisements were just hilarious. Yeah, so let's dive into that we, one. We we should do a uh, we should do a Jason Voorhees one where he just breathes in <laughs> the thing for <laughs> two minutes and charges you five dollars. But then you just get really mad. I'd be yeah. like, oh, who is this? <laughs> Once again, foolish friends, Freddy Krueger is on your phone. Dial this number now. I've got some tales to tell. Freddy's favorite bedtime stories. <laughs> Dead time stories. All brand new and straight from my boiler room to your home. It's Freddy Krueger on your phone. So dial this number now if you dare. Tell him Freddy sent you. $2 the first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. Children, get your parents' permission before you dial. Uh, what I like, <laughs> because they're done, but like the guy that's narrating it sounds like he would have been been a like announcer on like a wrestling. Like oh, I was just thinking you know? that is he because it's clearly not the real Freddy Krueger. It's not Robert England. No, there's no Robert yeah. England was never anywhere close to this. They definitely like pitch down his voice digitally, um, but he even slips into Macho Man just for a, a little second. bit. Yeah, <laughs> he's like Savage so Slim Jim. Yeah, well, That's he's what he sounded about, like. Yeah, he does. He ta- he's he's like talking about it, and then I forget what the phrase he says is, but he's like, and it's all new, and, and he says somebody actually yeah. goes into Macho Man for just a quick second. <laughs> just a quick second. It's like it's all new. Ooh, bedtime stories. I mean, bedtime stories. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. The cream rises to the top. He um. Uh, I I love. I almost actually one of mine. I almost picked was the nine hundred number, which I posted on on the Instagram page at the Lungo on one of our uh, one of our reels, where it's just a skeleton, and he's mm-hmm. just like, Colleen, we'll talk about skeletons and the same skeleton jokes. Five dollars a minute. You know, it's like so predatory. It's always like ask don't forget to ask your parents for calling it's like no one ever asks their parents absolutely ever. no one ever asks their parents um but so uh, half the time probably sneaking to watch these movies yeah like you want to talk to who <laughs> once people figured out like you know uh you could char- you could like trick children into calling for jokes and shit it wasn't just hotlines for perverts yeah <laughs> like once they figured that <laughs> yeah. out they're like yeah. oh yeah we could like totally get kids to just call in and they'll listen to jokes for 20 minutes yeah <laughs> just oh, yeah. just sit in a chair kick their feet and listen to fucking <laughs> jokes and like run up an insane bill <laughs> and their and their parents are either not going to notice when they pay the phone bill or they are going to notice and they don't have time to call and argue mm-hmm. to get the yeah. charges removed so right these are still just like evolving like mm-hmm. you see how many comedians out there have like their own phone number or like entrepreneurs i've like seen put phone numbers like this still exists oh yeah this is this is proto cameo this is (laughs) proto cameo yeah 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 Yeah, for five minutes but but this was just a recording of freddie oh yeah this was just somebody trying to sound like freddie right now you can i mean i don't know if the actual robert england is on cameo but like it's the same thing you you find actors that you like you get fucking all the cast from the office to wish you a dumb happy birthday and pay them <laughs> a bunch friend, of money. <laughs> my uh, my friend uh, got Flava Flav to do a video um, <laughs> telling telling us that he was quitting. <laughs> it was amazing. It was incredible. Um, that is awesome. Yeah, we got uh, my one friend. We got him um, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts to whip him <laughs> wish him a happy birthday. Nice. <laughs> Cameo rolls. Like, uh, like, yeah, probably the most predatory one I saw was like the Undertaker, and he oh, was yeah he was doing them for like five hundred a pop. Like was he doing five really? hundred? Yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's 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 a, a you know he's definitely on the higher end of uh, of uh, you know the type of people that you know like, you know there's Flava Flav and mm-hmm. the Undertaker not necessarily <laughs> on the same level, um, but uh, at least not anymore. But um, interestingly enough. There are people who make like, like Kevin from The Office, 
supposedly makes like a million dollars a year or something on mm-hmm. Cameo. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kevin and Stanley mm. rack up on Cameo. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's uh, I, I love. I, I could just go through. We could do a whole episode just on 900 numbers. There's so oh, there's one you got to look up. I actually posted it like months back on our Instagram. It's called like one nine hundred something freak. Mm-hmm. And it's this little puppet just talking about like he's the party freak. Oh, God. <laughs> it's oh, no. awesome. <laughs> just just look at like nine hundred it's like 900 490 freak or something it's just like he says this little song it's fucking unbelievable it's just like a fever dream like it's wild oh yeah no the 1900 490 freak yeah oh god just watch it real quick phone freddy freak freaker freddy freaker that's funny yeah do yourself a favor do yourself a favor get real stoned and watch freddy freaker you're gonna be like what the fuck is happening <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm a party guy and I'm at the band. Like, it's just it's all this fucking insanity. <laughs> all right. I think it's, is it my turn? It is your mm-hmm. turn. All right, guys. I am going to talk about uh, uh, just a damn gem um, from the year of our Lord, 1990. This is a Miller Light commercial um, starring um, the late great saxophonist. Of the E Street Band, uh, Mr. Clarence Clemens talking about <laughs> Miller Lite and Halloween for some reason, and it's fucking amazing. Guess what? You're invited to the Halloween party of the year. Miller Lite, big Halloween haunt. Right, big man. 160 very lucky people will be flown to Universal Studios Hollywood. Find this special can in the 12 packs and cases of Miller Lite. It's your invitation to go. Oh, it's 45,000 on the prize. Details never been a light. It's sold. Man, it's going to be a scream. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to dissect here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, find one of those cans. Yeah, that, uh, listen, that that is just, listen, I could have done like the Beer Wolf from Coors Light. There's so many good Halloween beer commercials, mm-hmm. but this one doesn't get enough love. I feel like it's a little bit of a deep cut. Um, and I mean, Clarence Clemens has been dead for like over a decade, I think. Uh, so kids definitely don't know who, who he is. Um, but just, it doesn't follow the vibe of what they're communicating at all. Like it, it's almost like they were going to do it with like DJ Jazzy Jeff, but then he bowed out. Mm. So they got Clarence Clemens <laughs> to, to fill in last minute. They have like the hip hop, like the, the hip hop mummy. mummy. <laughs> It's so yeah. great. He's like the way he talks is he clearly doesn't know anything about like even how to sound like someone who knows the first thing about like '90s hip hop culture, yeah. '80s hip hop culture. He is it's he the is, backward half for me. Yeah, he is absolutely like a theater kid from Connecticut or He's Rhode Island. Lost. He's probably never like hung around. Like anybody who even listens to hip hop, never seen a black person until they filmed it that day. Right, he saw Clarence Clemens. He, well, no, he has his back to Clarence Clemens upside down on the ceiling, so he still didn't even see a black person then. That's true. He's literally never saw a black person in real life. Yeah. Um, it is so wild. Then there's these two guys who fly in, uh, who look like Bill and Ted. It's just right, yeah. doesn't, well, they, they, doesn't make any sense. They're not flying into the Halloween party. They're flying to Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah, that, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> that was a big thing for a minute was everybody was going to Universal Studios Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, freaking, you know, multiple uh, there. I saw a Budweiser one. There's definitely the, the Elvira, you know, Coors Light one mm-hmm. um, where they they're going to party at the Psycho Mansion and all that stuff. So like um, there's just so many where they were going to Universal Studios. Yeah. And then there's a, then there's this other one here the these two creasers that yeah. are mounted in the wall. Grease. Yeah. What were they? Were they supposed to be Elvis? I, I, yeah. They're I just like, was, they're just 1950s greasers. They got the pompadours yeah. in the, in the, their uh, fucking, the outsiders. Yeah. It's just pony boy and soda pop. Right. Just popping out. Of, yeah. Yeah. I have no, I, I have no fucking idea the, then there's like these, what for the time was pretty cool, like ghost effects, mm-hmm. but then everything else is just, uh, of just vomit of 
slightly spooky pop culture just bile yeah. shot all over the screen and like i said clarence clemens is screaming <laughs> at the camera <laughs> and they're like this is the greatest party ever and there's not even that many people at the party <laughs> it's just it's such a weird ass uh uh commercial that just didn't and, and there were so many other ones like it that really made the halloween party look really fun but this one just looks so weird and janky that it feels like they're trying to lure you into like somewhere you don't want to be right that's why i think i like it is it somehow seems more there's something there's something dangerous about it like getting sent to universal studios is not a prize yeah like you're gonna end you're gonna end up yeah like uh it be some indentured servant or something Mm -hmm. like that at universal studios yeah you're gonna have to play the monsters when you get there you're the new mummy Sorry. Sorry. You're the mummy now. Yeah. You live here. You won. You're the new mummy. I, that's not what I thought. I thought I was going to get drunk on Miller Lite. <laughs> I thought I was going to get drunk and party with Clarence Clemens. They're like, Clarence isn't here. Yeah. You're the mummy now. <laughs> you, have to take picture, you have to take pictures with kids in a mummy costume in 90 degree heat in October for the rest of your life. This fucking blows. <laughs> this blows. As he's getting dragged into like fucking catacombs. Oh no. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. I got, I got some Duncan. You got a little Duncan. I got a little Duncan. I got Duncan. I remember this one, and mostly this is like a trauma event. Like, (laughs) it's a trauma. If if Pizza Hut like won me over into like being a Pizza Hut lifer, you know, with naming characters Steve Duncan, somehow like I just have like a Stockholm syndrome with them (laughs) because. I vividly remember this commercial, but I also vividly remember my grandma making me go to Duncan on Halloween dressed up and oh, like, no. just <laughs> like not even the trick or treat. And you're 17. <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem. That was the real problem. And all now the, all the kids are Brian. outside the window just pointing and laughing at you. And you're like, no, grandma. <laughs> grandma. <laughs> but no, I, like I was supposed to go trick or treating in her neighborhood, but she took me to Duncan and like we had to like sit. I had to sit in Duncan while like she had her fucking treats for the day and talk to all the neighborhood people. And I'm just like in costume at Duncan. Like, <laughs> didn't you have a very similar one of being at the Hallmark store having that exact same thing happen? Yeah, my mom did that to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like your your adult supervision. They don't understand that trick or treats a finite amount of time. Yeah, it was always like a secondary event to them. <laughs> or they made me get dressed up early so they could do their thing and then take me trick or treating. <laughs> but yeah, let's let, let's watch this donkey commercial. <laughs> let's let's watch Steve's trauma. Yeah. As Halloween approaches, you it's a special time of year, and Dunkin' Donuts is dressing up their donuts for the occasion. And here's the werewolf. So come to Dunkin' Donuts and get into the spirit of Halloween. We'd like some Halloween donuts, please. Oh, of course. <laughs> Yeah, that that one, um, like two things immediately come to mind. They had me at leaves blowing. Mm-hmm. Like if you just put some leaves and then a fan, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> like just leaves blowing across the ground. I'm in. Yeah. But then I do remember those those donuts with those little hard. Shitty sh- yeah, shitty sugar. Y- pieces you just took them off and threw them away otherwise yeah. you would ex- your teeth would explode when you tried to eat one <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like they put a jawbreaker on a donut and they were like here child choke or explode your teeth <laughs> they literally like had the same consistency as sugar cubes but for some reason were shaped like wolfman and frankenstein's <laughs> Give me that Frankenstein crunch. Yeah. You guys were eating everywhere. Them? Those are just collectibles, guys. <laughs> yeah, they could have been. I listen. If I had the foresight, I would have just kept them and just let them sit here, and they would look exactly the same in my office with all my other they stupid toys. I'm sure. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm sure they don't go bad. <laughs> yeah. Here, here, here's here's another hot take. Duncan sucks, right? <laughs> I, like hey, Duncan do not. not th- I, 
you know, I don't want, I'm not going to hate on Duncan. Yeah. You know? I'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world. If I am driving somewhere and they got a Duncan and I need some coffee, like, listen, last night I drove home in the middle of the damn night. I was drinking seven, seven 11 coffee. Mm -hmm. It was fine. Mm -hmm. I'll drink absolute dog shit coffee. But for the following Duncan has like that makes no sense. Right. Compared to the quality. Yeah. It's so bad, but it, yeah, the quality's like terrible. The only Duncan I drink is like if it's a goofed up sugar mess, like mm -hmm. the the peanut butter cup <laughs> macchiato they have right now. Hey, that rules. <laughs> but like just drinking the regular coffee is terrible. The donuts are awful. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have we have. I mean, I live five minutes from Orums, so oh. I only eat Orums because they're right. the greatest donuts that ever existed. But if you have an Orums donut beside a Dunkin' Donuts donut, you're gonna be like. <laughs> Fuck you. Stick that up your ass. <laughs> you know what those weird is um, not weird, but like you guys probably know this. The further you get east. So we for those of you who are new to the show, we live in, in, in Pittsburgh. If you move further east, they're Duncan obsessed. Mm -hmm. There mm -hmm. is a goddamn Duncan Donuts every five feet in the greater Philadelphia area. Yeah. Although I will it's say wild. I will say Ohio is also full of Duncan. Are they? Yeah, but that's like yeah. Ohio is also just like trash people and everything is strip malls anyway. Yeah. And so like Duncan <laughs> just just sees the real estate is easy. We're now setting starting a feud with Ohio, Steve. Just now starting. City I thought we've always been. Yeah, listen. Yeah, I, I mean we have, but now you're just being really vocal about. So, yeah, uh, Ohio is like the 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 state of chains mm -hmm. like i i don't think there's any state in the country that is more just it, it just everything is like a national chain yeah not everything i mean there's obviously a great place to eat our, our our lovely friends at pizza nerds oh yeah but um but like there is a disproportionate amount of like shitty chain restaurants and gas mm -hmm. stations and coffee shops and all that sort of stuff in Ohio compared to Pennsylvania yeah and it's just it's just because mm -hmm. Ohio has been set up as like a strip mall fucking state the same way new jersey is like they're both mm -hmm. just lined with like these little uh, commerce pop-ups that are just mm -hmm. like have eight or five you know eight to ten fucking you know chains that you go I into like eight or five there's the eight or five <laughs> one that's every one of them's got like eight or five of this we need to look the look up the statistics on who the largest employer is in ohio mm. and if it's duncan that'd be great uh, definitely massachusetts is probably duncan oh yeah, well, yeah. They're, they're even more so up there but yeah it's mm -hmm. like okay it's fine but i would just as happily drink I, I mean, I would honestly probably prefer Sheets coffee to Duncan. Sure. I would certainly prefer Wawa coffee to Duncan. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I, I'm going <laughs> to stay in defense of Duncan, but I'm going to stay in defense. But in all reality, I feel like I only really go there around this time for their like pumpkin, like the cold foam cream cold brew or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, is bomb. yeah, I mean the Starbucks, the, the, the pumpkin foam cold brew, whatever, like it's pretty good. And I, I don't yeah, hate I Starbucks, Starbucks a little bit more, love but. It, but oh yeah, here, guess who the number one, uh, uh, employer in the year 2021 was in the state of, uh, Ohio. Is this Kroger? It's Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Which there's probably multiple states that are like that. Yeah. But uh but yeah. yeah, it is it is the largest the largest employer in the state of Ohio is in fact Walmart, which makes a lot of sense. Um all right, let's go into the next one. I know everyone's me so excited about this one. You know, we have the boo buckets. Mm-hmm out right now and so it's been it's been on my mind and then I found this one specifically but I always remember as a child being really excited about those little chicken nuggets especially when they were like dressed up as like oh yeah in different costumes mm -hmm. and stuff like that so yeah I really enjoyed this one particularly for like the three characters at the end so let's just dive into it oh boy there should be some wildlife around here surprise the McDonald's Happy Meal guys. Yep, a chicken McNuggets. Regular soft drink and regular fries. And they aren't lying. What do you put in your McDonald's Halloween pumpkins? Booty McBoo, matey. Carrot and McGoblin. Golden McPumpkin, partner. Now you can collect one of three different pumpkins with the purchase of every McDonald's Halloween pumpkin Happy Meal. What you put in them is up to you. <laughs> it's so cute. 
I like how the like they specifically. I um, you guys can correct me. Like I don't. They don't refer them specifically as like McGoblin or McBoo. They just call all of them McBoos now, right? Well, the, so that was the first incarnation of them, where they were all three pumpkins and they were different mm-hmm. faces on the pumpkins and they had three different names it was like mm-hmm. mcpumpkin mcboo and mcgoblin or something like that mm-hmm. and then the next year they did them i think is when they brought the the ghost the color yeah the, yeah the the witch and the and the pumpkin and then they did another one with like a purple witch and they did ones with uh cookie cutter hats and then they mm, did, i remember those as kids they did peanuts once at one point but what i was saying is i i actually literally have uh um uh mcnugget buddies <laughs> sitting yeah. right here nice. uh, there's a, there's always halloween mcnugget buddies within several feet of my um uh, my reach i love those commercials but also it kind of makes me sad that the new the new pails they need lids guys i can't stress this enough i know we've all heard it I'm preaching to the choir here. Put some <laughs> lids on him, you cheap fucks. <laughs> Shameful. They just gave him like the the KFC bucket toppers. <laughs> they did. Oh yeah. god, <laughs> it's shameful. I it's shameful. Yeah, version. I will say uh, the kid in this commercial is a tryhard. <laughs> yeah, I, that kid, especially the kid. Yeah, especially the the, the bunny one. I, is it the same kid? Three I think times? it's the same kid three times. Oh, then Different I just punch. I, then he's getting three knuckle sandwiches because that little fucking do dress. First of all, dress is something scary. Right? Yeah, don't right. be a goddamn bunny you rabbit. Like the cowboy, I loved the cowboy. No, I wanted to kick him down the stairs. Come on, partner. <laughs> yeah, no, I wanted to kick him down the stairs. You gotta be fun. <laughs> And spooky on Halloween. Don't dress up as things that aren't spooky. I swear to God, this is... The, I don't think the timeline matches up, but the kid in this McDonald's commercial is probably also the mummy in the Miller Lite commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, yep. a, just an obnoxious little try-hard theater kid. <laughs> yeah. And his mom's off screen, like, mouthing the lines as he's saying them. Yeah. Bigger Tyler. Bigger. Bigger <laughs> Tyler. I was going to say Connor, but back then it was definitely Tyler. Yeah. 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 I almost said Tyler bigger. Smile bigger. Yeah. I almost said Braden, but that's a that's a today name. No, Braden's wait. Yeah, yeah, it would be Braden now, but it is it is Tyler back then for sure. <laughs> There's gold in them hills. <laughs> Shut up, Tyler. God damn it. Yeah. As soon as Tyler got back to school, he just got a fucking atomic wedgie. Just pulled oh, up absolutely. over his head. Where's your buckets, nerd? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming on back over to your boy here. We are starting up one that is so I was a hardcore this is I this is probably the latest one in the list, I think. Certainly for me. This is from 98, which mm. I was, you know, 12, 13 years old when this one came. I was probably 12 when this came out. Um so it was a little bit, but I still a big uh, Nickelodeon kid. All the Nicktoons, Ren and Stimpy, freaking Hey Arnold, all that shit. So this was definitely late in my in my Nickelodeon watching years. Um, but the song in this one is one of those ones that I will, you know, twenty five years later find myself just walking around the the house and it pops into my head like it's tattooed on my <laughs> fucking brain <laughs> So my two favorite things about that is one, the song, which mm-hmm. I will just be walking around my house and be like, Cousin Skeeter, Alex Mack. Like, I'll just like, they'll just pop <laughs> into my head. Um, but that that song just is like an earworm. But also um, at the end where it's like brought to you by World of Tonka and Hasbro's Girls Toys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, that was a thing back then. It was like. 
here's oh here's gi joes here's ninja turtles here's whatever and like yeah girls might be in that into that but then also there was a whole nother genre Mm -hmm. that was just girls toys and they were all pink and there's not as much of this now there's definitely plenty of toys that are geared more towards towards girls rather um but back then it was like so uh, like i don't know that kids nowadays understand how weird it was back then where the shows that i watched i never saw an ad for girls toys really and if one came up i would be like what the fuck like they were so good at targeting it like Mm -hmm. if you watched gummy bears on saturday morning you would see barbie commercials right but if you were Mm -hmm. watching gi joe never never ever would see a barbie commercial it was just like so uh like just they were action figures brian yeah they were so gender specific everything was so gender specific and it was just like jammed down your throat as a kid so much and like secretly you know guys be like god damn like that that Barbie Corvette's fuck sick as fuck. Like I would definitely <laughs> play with that Gar- Barbie Corvette or that Barbie speedboat. Like I remember my older cousin had like a Barbie speedboat. I was like, that thing fucking rules. That's way better than my Cobra <laughs> commander boat. Even, um, even like even her mansion was like bigger than a lot of the other place that like it was bigger than the Technodrome. Oh, it was yeah. just like my Ghostbusters could really stretch out in here. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was the best. It was so much bigger than like the, the, the SS flag. But the thing was, as I used to collect, I was into GI Joes, but I also collected the, the full size GI Joes. Oh, okay. But the, which were Barbies, army Barbies mm-hmm. basically. But there was no big cool thing like that. Yeah. For the big GI Joes. Yeah. They just were like, they just gave you platforms to put them on a shelf. I was like, this wasn't, is boring wasn't there as like fuck. a Jeep and that was about it? Yeah, I, I think there was. I think actually I had a little, I think I did have a helicopter. Okay. Like a little, like one man little helicopter yeah, thing. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, I, I love the, I, I completely forgot about the fact that it was just straight <laughs> girls' toys. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I have two, two kids, you know, young kids that are, that are both girls. And, it's not like that anymore. Like, mm. yes, there is like an aisle at Target. First of all, there's not toy stores like there used to be. No. Like mm-hmm. Toys R Us doesn't exist. Yeah, KB to- Toys doesn't yeah. exist. <laughs> toys R Us was wildly segregated. <laughs> oh, it was wild. I, like you didn't even go in the girls' aisle. Nope. The girl, like down the girls' aisle. Everything was pink and it was just like, you can't go down there or you become, you're immediately gay. Right. You were, <laughs> you're gay or you're weird or something like you yeah. just you were you want to be gay? You want to risk it? You yeah. want to end up being gay? Like that was what it was in 1992. But, uh, but also like there's no Batmans down there for you. So you <laughs> just no wouldn't Batmans. go. Yeah. But I you'd be like, "Oh, I wonder what's down there." And then your dad would be like, "Don't go down there." Cuz that was what it was in 92 cuz everyone was super homophobic. Um anyway, <laughs> my dad maybe. I don't know what you guys that. My dad's probably listening to this right now. Like I didn't say that. My dad would <laughs> no cuz my dad wouldn't even take me there. So <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my dad, you didn't say it, but he was thinking it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, now you go down like, yeah, there is like an, a section where it's more like uh, uh, like dolls. You know what I mean? Like especially for like younger girls, like more like baby doll kind of things, stuff like that. But it's not anywhere nearly as like crazy dichotomy as it was back then. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this one is just like there were so many just like interstitial Nickelodeon things that. I could have picked and this one is just like one of those ones that stick in my head like snicker treat I mm, loved snicker I treat that. I was such a my, my my brother and I were obsessed with um with snick mm-hmm. like Saturday night mm-hmm. it was it was snick it was are you afraid of the dark red and stimpy you know all that roundhouse whatever like we were we were we were like a half hour before it started we already had freaking popcorn and shit ready to go this was a little bit on the, the late end of that but for whatever reason that song always sticks in my head yeah yeah nickelodeon was always pretty good about just like transforming itself to like because they all made they all made seasonal shows sure at, you know around this time and they like they that's the reason that's the reason why like tv has seasons Mm-hmm. Is because they were set up in a way that, like, you know, the the early seasons were always like in March and everything. That's when they had a thing called sweeps, 
which is where they judged whether or not a show could continue. Right. And then like every other show came at the end had Halloween episodes, Thanksgiving episodes and Christmas episodes. And it was all, you know, it was all holiday geared, but yeah, Nickelodeon always like turned over into this, like this big Halloween channel. Yeah. Like you would maybe get like a TGIF Halloween promo, Mm -hmm. like the week before Halloween. Mm -hmm. But with Nickelodeon, it was like October 1st, you started seeing it, which was great. Yeah. Because it's time to be spooky and we're going to rerun the same fucking show over and over. (laughs) And and you're going to watch it, you dumb little fuck. Yeah. And I did. (laughs) You dumb and you don't know any better. (laughs) Although to this day, I I still watch the Pete and Pete Halloweenies episode. Mm every single year without fail i've i've never there's never been a year since it came out that i didn't watch it nice <laughs> i love that show <laughs> well i think my next one and my last one goes kind of hand in hand with what we're talking about but i picked the i picked the treehouse of horror promo oh yeah yeah i know this one and uh the obviously like treehouse of horror from the simpsons is like been a big part of every 90 kids growing up mm-hmm. some were allowed to watch the simpsons and some weren't and i was mm-hmm. a, i was a i was allowed to watch the simpsons household <laughs> oh yeah same yeah we kind of were allowed to watch whatever but i remember like one of my best friends growing up whose parents whose mom would occasionally babysit us when my mom worked like nights or whatever at the hospital like we get off the bus at his house and stuff um he was not allowed and they're super like turbo christian Mm -hmm. like they're like (laughs) missionary christian like so they were definitely not allowed to watch the simpsons and i remember very explicit like extremely detailed memory of me at probably i don't know eight ten years old i don't know how old no it was definitely eight because i was definitely staying home by myself all day every day when i was like nine Mm -hmm. so i was probably seven or eight and i remember being at their house and um i said something about the simpsons and his mom like interrupted me and was like we don't watch the simpsons oh god oh yeah you gotta try you gotta check it out like it's really funny it's this and she was like no no we 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 choose not to watch the simpsons oh wow what like i didn't get it i didn't understand why um Mm -hmm. and then i went back to my parents and i was like they said that they don't choose not to watch the Simpsons. And I remember my dad being like, she's a bitch. <laughs> my dad was like, yeah, fuck her. Whatever. <laughs> Just like, whatever. She's, like, she's like, she's, she's a fucking Jesus freak or whatever. <laughs> this was like before, this was like in the inner, like time between when, uh, you know, I grew up going to Sunday school and then that like, 10 year span where my parents got like really into Jesus. Like this was before that. So I was like, they were like, yeah, whatever. They're Jesus. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no bags. But yeah, I mean, you know, Treehouse of Horror, it was always, it was always fun to like get excited for what the episode was going to be. So let's mm. check it out. Has Bart joined the living dead? We have to kill the boy. How'd you know he's a vampire? Vampire? Ah! The Simpsons Scarathon continues next. Oh, that was a great one. So it's like, it's just a really simple teaser and it just, you know, it got you excited for the Treehouse of Horror that was coming up. But like they all, you you can go and watch a bunch of these and they all have this jank ass version of Thriller in the background. <laughs> it's like the intro to Thriller yeah. and they're just like looping that like organ music kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> but like that, you're talking about how the Nickelodeon song is stuck in your head. I, mm. that, that jank ass thriller is like a earworm for me because <laughs> yeah i remember oh, i remember seeing that on fox yeah. all the time yeah mm. but it, it was always a you know, that that's good memories for me is just like remembering like oh treehouse of horror is coming up what's coming on treehouse of horror you know, and then you know they show a bunch of things that I wouldn't get the reference to until much later in life <laughs> yeah like this like the, like the uh, salem's lot Mm-hmm. reference mm-hmm. in that like you you yeah i remember seeing that episode of the simpsons way before i watched salem's lot right um and then being so freaked out by that scene that's that like that one absolutely scared the fuck out of me for years when i was a kid <laughs> but um i also love um like the other one of my most 
vivid Simpsons memory, I'm a huge Simpsons fan. And in recent years, I haven't been as, as into it, but, um, I was, uh, uh, you know, for years and years and years, huge Simpsons fan. And the little intro they did in the very first, and even the first several, I think Treehouse of horrors where Marge comes out on stage and says to put the kids to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I so vividly remember after like after trick or treat going to my grandparents' house, we'd always finish at their house and like count all our candy and shit and sitting there and watching that little intro about how you should put the kids to bed and thinking like, Oh, should I be watching this? Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 There was that extra, there was that spark, that early spark of, Ooh, this is yeah. dangerous. Dangerous TV's yeah. on now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, it's phone. It was mine. Meg, what's your, what's your last Sweet. commercial? So I wanted to round it out with something beer related. And mm-hmm. so this is our beer commercial number two and it's Coors. And we talked, you already kind of briefly mentioned the werewolf or the beer wolf. Oh yeah. So this one's, I think a really fun one. So let's pop into it. All you ghouls and goblins gather around. Time for chills and thrills. So party down. No matter who you like to bite, you're gonna want and Coors Light tonight. Coors Light beer will be there. Fun is everywhere. Get ready for excitement when Coors is on the scene. Cause anything can happen. <laughs> on a Coors and Coors Light Halloween. I, I feel like this is a song Jason Seagal would have written in um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> this is the ultimate earworm. Like, I I actually mm-hmm. did this when I did a similar episode on uh, Haunted Hang the Haunted Hangover podcast. Mm. Uh, when I was on with them, I chose this as one of mine. And this will be, like, I will be laying in bed tonight going... Chills and thrills, so party down. I'll be seeing that in my head anyway. I, I love it's it's such uh, it's such a great uh, like bad advertising in a way mm-hmm. because they do so much to force the product name. Mm-hmm. Coors and Coors yeah, Light. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't matter who you like to bite. You'll love Coors and Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> at the end where it's like you have a Coors and Coors Light Halloween like they had to jam in the mm-hmm. Coors and Coors Light yeah. like that was the note the guy wrote this he was like oh, I, I wrote this great jingle you're gonna love it they were like you have to say Coors and Coors Light he's like what? how? <laughs> yeah but the you gotta say in both you gotta say in both yeah. we're advertising both <laughs> yeah. that's really hilarious um, yeah I, also this one <laughs> I, I remember watching this you know seeing this on TV because they they ran this for a while um, and I remember seeing and um, that scene where the the girl like rushes him with the with the clown like the clown just rushes him you're like what's happening and then she spins <laughs> around and it was all like on the her, yeah like it was like her back we was don't the have costume. costumes like that anymore I know like also all those people were just like getting it in you know they were just oh yeah like everyone got drunk and fucked after that party yeah it was just you know (laughs) oh this is just the prequel to an orgy dude yeah it was the beer commercials back then were so horny (laughs) like not even just like not even like in the 90s it would just be like here's a here's a like woman in a bikini like back then it was like here are people getting drunk and ready to fuck yeah for sure the magician (laughs) in this commercial yeah. Fuck the clown lady from behind so that he was staring at the clown while he gave her back shots. <laughs> staring into the clown's eyes uh, as he's just throwing ropes. Yeah. Like he's, he is deep stroking her, but staring at the clown. Like it's, it's what the, it's why she put the costume on. <laughs> Yeah, this isn't their first rodeo. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, she she knows what it does to them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, like fucked up backstory. Oh, backstory. Oh my God. Um, all right. So uh, this this is one of my all time favorites. I love the Beer Wolf, and even when I worked at Miller Coors, I was always going. 
to like to the Coors brand team. Why aren't you doing Beer Wolf? What is wrong with you? Bring Beer Wolf back. Like, <laughs> they still sell the hats. I just was looking it up. Well, they're slowly starting to bring it back. But I I told because I worked in marketing at Miller Coors and I would tell I didn't work on Coors Light, but I would tell them constantly why why aren't we doing beer wolf? Like, why haven't we brought back beer wolf? Everything is all about like nostalgia and all this stuff. And it's like, it's so silly, mm -hmm. but per, like, it's just so ripe for the picking. Um, but you know, they were like, well, um, Latino women don't like beer wolf. And you're like, it doesn't matter. Like, just bring it back. <laughs> they, will. Like, they will. If yeah, you show so, it to them. <laughs> yeah. They're so into like where, you know, these focusing on these specific segments and all that. I get it. Listen, I'm not, a, I'm not, uh, um, the, the, the person in charge there, but they, um, yeah, just such a missed opportunity to not get out there with the beer wolf guys. Come yeah. on. They could have done so much more. I think, I think beer wolf is for everybody. You don't have to. You're leaving money on the table, guys. <laughs> You're leaving money on the table. Um, all right. I think that brings us to our last one, mm -hmm. which is which is my final one, which I had to pick an Elvira. Um, you know, Elvira has been been, uh, you know, she was on. Uh, the Halloween special for the last drive in with Joe Bob Riggs. Like she's, she's been very, um, you know, experiencing quite a resurgence, um, in recent, uh, um, you know, in the last couple of years, she, she was in the uh, monsters. She was in the monsters. Mm -hmm. She, she, um, recently, um, you know, came out as gay and owned so many, um, like really, um, conservative uh incels that were like don't ruin my dreams by saying you're gay i thought i had a chance like so i love that as well um so i had to pick an elvira one um but instead of picking you know the coors light or bud light or bud dry there's so many good ones that she did i picked uh this one about this is the mug root beer one and there's a very specific reason why i chose this one and uh yeah let's watch it and then i'll explain when it goes psycho with me elvira here at the bates motel look for me wherever they sell mug root beer and enter the go psycho with elvira contest you can be my guest at universal studios in hollywood for a monstrous bash at the bates motel shower anyone This Halloween goes psycho with Elvira and win a party with mug root beer and me. I love my mug. I love it. So I've never seen this commercial before. Really? I don't remember it, but just from watching it right now, today, first time ever, I think I know what you might want to call out. There's there's a couple things, but yeah, go ahead. I'm sure you you probably caught one of them. It, Michael Berryman's in it. Yes, Michael Berryman's off to the to the left in the scene where it's like all the kind of ghouls pop up in the background. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, of course from uh, the Hills Have Eyes fame, but you know a, a great actor and been in a lot of stuff. A really great genre actor. Uh, sorry, mm. on the Hills Have Eyes. He's in the People Under the Stairs. He's in. Uh, wait, no, he's not in People Under the Stairs. What else is he in? He's in. Um, uh, 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 oh shit! Um, Was he in one of the Rob Zombie? films yeah that's what i'm trying to trying to remember what else he was uh what else he was in well obviously the hills have eyes too the devil was rejects he was the, in the devil's rejects yeah. that's what it was okay yep that hmm. that was uh he i mean he's been in a mil he's been in uh, a lot of things he was in weird science mm -hmm. um he oh yeah he was in, one of the mutants in that yeah. yeah uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest played a small role in that uh new york ninja <laughs> which is just a couple of years ago. Um, but you know, he's been, he's been in uh, a ton of, a ton of great stuff, but the devil's rejects. Yeah. was the other, the other kind of big one that I was thinking of. He's in Lords of Salem. He was in a few different Rob Zombie flicks. Definitely best known for the, the Hills have eyes. Didn't we watch killer be killed? Didn't we watch that for no. some reason? Did we do that in a Tubi roulette or something? No. Or am I thinking of something else? You watched that on your own and probably got high. All right, fine. <laughs> yep, I was probably stoned and watched you that. Probably, you probably um, just watched it after watching a movie for this show. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. And they just blended together. Um, the other thing I loved about this, besides the, the quick Michael Berryman cameo, is um, at the end, the zombie ghoul guy at the end that goes, I love my mug. <laughs> it genuinely, I don't know what it is scared the 
piss out of me as a kid. Really? I don't know why. I don't know why. This this was from, I think, 19 late 80s early 90s so i was i was uh, i was a young kid uh but holy shit this for whatever reason the way he says it to this day still kind of like gives me the heebie-jeebies and i don't know why um is it because it looks like one giant tooth and not teeth in his head that's part of it. Mm, it's the it's this yeah. like weird zombie doing baby talk. Maybe <laughs> I I don't know why, but I the way he delivers the line it doesn't make any sense and is so unsettling and doesn't match his character or the tone or anything. But they kept it in there, and that ad ran one million times a day mm-hmm. and it freaked me out so much it was like he was fucking with me <laughs> like he was doing this i love my mom i'm gonna eat your brains yeah i'm gonna eat your brains <laughs> like i was like, why are you fucking baby talk to me you fucking ghoul um i don't know i don't know that was uh that was the main reason why i picked it also like i said the the easter egg of michael berryman popping up there um yeah go back and rewatch it he's on the he's like way off to the left like he's on screen but just barely yeah. off to the left um when they all pop up behind elvira but she you know she's just she's a damn treasure i know people give her shit about the whole uh you know ripping off vampira and all that type of stuff but she's an entertainer she does a fantastic job with it she's made it kind of her own thing um and uh yeah she's she's fucking iconic mm-hmm. you gotta love elvira that the the opening with that the bates motel in the background is so recognizable to i think again to our generation because mm-hmm. that was such a piece of that universal studios yeah you know like just, uh, i don't know if it was like it was part of the tour or whatever like you could always see it but it was always used. Yeah, it was just up on the hill kind of mm-hmm. thing and they're always just like yeah. there it is check it out yeah and and they did like i said they did a giveaway to party at the bates motel with elvira for I think Bud Light and Coors Light, maybe like multiple <laughs> companies. I want to say there was a Doritos promo with the with the uh, with the Bates Motel and, and Universal. It was like a big initiative that like apparently these individual brands didn't have exclusivity on. Like they recycled mm. this idea quite a bit. And Elvira's in, you know, a few of those commercials. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was I was surprised it took till now to get to the Elvira commercial because, like you said, she did you know a bunch of beer commercials as well, which mm-hmm. I very clearly remember, like the Elvira standee. Oh yeah, like it was in every grocery store, mm-hmm. every you know liquor store. Yeah, you were always going to see that popping up, and I even um, as recently as maybe a few years ago looked up what they're going for on ebay oh, yeah? and it's it's outrageous i'm sure it's outrageous mm-hmm. it's expensive it's, you know several hundred dollars for a fucking cardboard cutout yeah um but but hey it's a cardboard cutout if it still like stands up like they took care of it you know <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like if they took all the time for 25 30 years to to hold on to that you know good good for them but uh i have enough bullshit that i collect i don't need to start doing giant cardboard cutouts <laughs> um, but one shows up at the house and Kate just starts asking questions. Oh yeah. It's only a matter of time. Um, before, uh, yeah, listen, I'm not trying to get divorced. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, but these are my new friends. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to Elvira like that. She understands me. Uh, the ones I was actually looking for initially were the ones for Pepsi that were when the Pepsi did the universal monsters and they all had like oh, yeah. Hawaiian kind of shirts and stuff tie in yeah. talking about those mm. are expensive as hell. Um, but you know what guys the struggles real struggles real out here. All right. Uh, anything else about uh, some of our commercial picks? Anything else to add? I think this was this was fun. Yeah. We're gonna do. Uh, I'm excited to do one for uh, for 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 Christmas commercials. We should do that as well, but also creepy Christmas commercials uh, because there are. You think, well, few Christmas commercials are all very sappy. Mm-mm. There's some fucking terrifying ones out there <laughs> uh, that I think we should focus on that aren't have any doesn't have anything to do with horror. They're just unpleasant, <laughs> in, unpleasant, inadvertently terrifying. Yeah. So uh, maybe we'll jump on that in the future. So yeah. uh, uh, there, there is, however, always that 
the the one that's very specific to us that we will all know is the Eaton Park commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, love the Eaton I Park commercial. I don't think I'm familiar. You didn't grow up here. You don't go here. <laughs> Wait, the, you don't go here. You're talking. You don't oh not seen the the God. Eaton Park uh, the, the the Christmas tree that that bends down and picks up the star. Really. All right, we're going to watch it, and you're going to bawl your eyes out. Literally, I'm not even exaggerating. You cry now. (laughs) Kate cries when she sees it. I, I, she has like a mug of the uh, of the Eaton Park tree, and mm. yeah, it's uh, it's 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 it it, it elicits uh, visceral reactions to Yinzers. Yeah, um, oh. yeah, yeah. It holds something holds, it holds a place in our heart. Don't spoil it. All it's right. spooky season. Wait till Christmas. Yeah, don't. This is Christmas. It's Christmas, guys. Don't <laughs> listen. We have we have a little bit of time left. Don't fucking rush it. Um, <laughs> all right, boys and ghouls. Thanks for joining us for this fun little bonus spooky-ooky episode. Um, and yeah, we're going to have an episode drop on Monday just like normal and then get ready uh, because we are also going to announce our uh, our uh, Universal Monsters picks for our showdown episode for uh, for November, which is going to hit in that first Monday in November, which should be a lot of fun. We're going to watch some spooky uh Universal Monster flicks here. Enjoy your Halloween, guys. Uh, be safe. Have fun. Uh, hail Satan. Uh, anything else? Hail Capitalism. Hail Capitalism. <laughs> hail Satan. Uh, for the Halloween's Forever crew, I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm Steve. She is spooky. Bye.